Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Music by Kevin McLeod. Hey, man, let's go on a bike ride. Come on. Look at, look at my new wheel. They're sweet. There are really just two types of people. Those who say, I can't. And those who say, I can't. These people have been summoned here by themselves for their 1,700 different reasons. Their unity comes from their mantra, I can. And their destination, a place they absolutely have to get to. What they will do to get there is monumental by anyone's standards, even their own. All right, well, we are back. It has been, I don't even want to talk about it has been, uh, but welcome to another edition of the Pack Fillet Podcast. My name is Pat Bolger. My name is Mark Hodson. And we are once again back to, well, fill your, fill your, Hopefully, training hours full of, uh, of something to distract you at least, at least for for one hour. Um, it has been a while, as I have said before, but um, it, it is nice to be back. A lot of things have happened in, in the lives, and a lot of things have happened with the show. A lot of exciting things that we're working on. So, um, hopefully, hopefully, you're with us along for the ride. Personally, uh, just to paint a mental picture for you, I'm. I'm I'm currently dressed in jeans and wearing a nice knit hat. I'm I'm feeling sorry for myself because I was sick this morning. I stayed at home today and I I'm a big freaking baby when I'm sick. That's awesome. That's awesome because I I don't exactly get the sick days at my job. Well, technically as well, yeah, you don't. For those of you who don't know Mark's a, uh, Mark's got the real job. I don't know if I've got a real job necessarily, but I am a solo practitioner, which means I work for myself. So my sick days are extreme. I better be pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. I got up this morning. I was pretty sure I was at death's door. Uh, what you're listening to now is the modern uh, modern miracle of medicine. Uh, thank God for 
I think I actually had some Dristan still in my closet. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going with the old stuff. But uh, this morning, I was pretty sure death was death was leaning over my bed, kind of like the woman in Paranormal Activity, just staring at me. Things can happen all morning like that. Yeah. So, um, but that fortunately that is <laughs> has given me the nice opportunity to to yet push push training back one more week. So I'm, I'm using that as an excuse to to not train yet for another week because I really freaking hate training. What has been happening over the past year? That is our theme for Broken Stand. And, oh, I got beverage on my microphone. Ah, that's that's better. That's That's better. That's nice. What has been going on for the past year? Well, we got a lot of stuff going on. Absolutely. Yeah, we, first of all, New Look site, website, if you've been onto it. I hope you have been onto it. If not, you've, please God, tell us how you found us. Um, I've been working ever so diligently on getting that tweaked out and uh, things are looking a little different there um show frequency we're now going to be hopefully broadcasting to you on a regular basis every other week something along those lines i think i think we'll yeah we'll we'll uh that maybe we'll even save that for the declarations Okay, good point. Good Maybe point. we'll save that for the declarations format, everything else. So okay. keep going, Mr. Okay. Mr. Bulger. There we go. All right. Um, I, I do I, I don't know if it's it's proper to talk about the, the toy, your your purchase toy, the oh, big that was, the big one. That was part of my declarations. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll wait for that about, then. I'll wait for that we one. We can too. talk about that rig nope. um, ad nauseum because I absolutely love it. Okay, I'm not coming back to that yet until we get to the declarations for, and uh, okay, how about this? We have the opportunity to bring your sh- bring the show now live to anywhere where you just so happen to have us. Uh, your living room, um, hopefully, well, not your living room, but uh, pubs. We're, we're looking for bike shops. We're looking for anything like that. I've had some beginning inqu- inquiries already, and if you are interested in having uh, having a voice in the show and being a part of it, we are we are now available to travel just about anywhere. So shame on you if that's what your Friday night entertainment consists of. And and also like yeah, if you would like to be a guest on the show and you'd like us to travel to you, we can be bought. So that's no problem. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Horace out is is I guess the theme. It, it yes. should be just our new kind of catchphrase. Actually, that could be true with some of our projects in the work. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of which, you sent me one on the other day, which I I think we'll keep that off this. Particular absolutely, show. no, absolutely. We'll keep that one off this particular. Show. Absolutely, but that that one that one is surprising. That one's very surprising. Will we do it? Yes, we will. <laughs> It's all about the voice. Yep. What a year it has been. Oh, actually, you know, I'm going to contact information before I get into that. I always forget to do that. Um, We have our our Facebook page I'm looking at right now. If you want to chime in on something like that, if you are actually listening live, um, welcome aboard. You can chime in anytime on the Facebook page, Pack Filler Productions on Facebook. Uh, We have a uh, long-lasting Twitter account. I know some of you are, are... involved in that and uh we can uh, you can contact us uh, uh, through twitter we are available through that anytime you should happen to want to become a part of that and contact us there also email the good old-fashioned old school email info or patrick or mark uh, we have all three email addresses please send the spam to info oh it's, yeah especially anything to do you. with mail enhancement um keep them coming yeah yeah oh. <laughs> God, it's like it's like gold coming through the through, oh, the, I know. through the computer. Pretty amazing. Um, either of those in info, Patrick or Mark at packfiller.com, we're all available for that. Okay, there we go. The, the crap's out of the way. Absolutely. How's your year been? You know, 
I, I must say my year has been fantastic, um, mostly personally and professionally. I think athletically it was <laughs> challenging, but I've got to say in a way it was great too. So in all the ways, you know, I think professionally I had kind of a water a watershed year, and that's great. And I think that 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 in in and of itself could be the subject of a show of <laughs> what can happen to your athletic pursuits if something else is taking off in your life. And I'd really like to hear from other people on that too. So um, anybody ever wants to ask a question about that or, or talk about how getting older and having responsibilities, having jobs, having hectic work schedules, having children, and all those things affect your training and your enjoyment of racing and your expectations of yourself. Um, yeah, that, that'll that be part of the show later, but I do think, as far as this year was concerned, really a fun year. I mean, personally and professionally, a great year, and I'd say the best part about this year, or one of the best parts, was clearly getting together with the Arrive guys. See, you just took... We By the way, we put together our lists of our top oh, high okay. points and our low points. But no, that's fine, because that was my first one. Yeah, that, that would be for me, too, also. Yeah. You know. The revival of, of one dead, uh, long-lost part of of local here in spokane in the in the northwest in and well in the in in the northwest as a whole maybe nationwide yes the the arrive cycling club for those of you who don't know it had its its incredible heydays in the 80s we uh the, well we we were uh, uh responsible for the 1984 1980 olympic cycling trials um, Washington Trust Cycling Classic. Thank you, my friend. And um, a lot of other incredible events that happened in this area. When I say we, I'm, I'm more or less speaking about the founders of the club, parents' involvement. We, we In many shows have talked about the heyday of, of junior cycling. The club numbers had dropped over the years. The club kind of slowly faded away into oblivion. And uh, four morons took it upon themselves to try and, and, and bring this all back into existence. And I think it's much closer this year to being back in existence than it was last year. Um, I think uh, last year was fun, and and hopefully we can talk to our other two members and see where that's going. That That's a, another show in, in and of itself. But I think, uh, if nothing else, just reawakening cycling and how much fun it was to travel how much i i could talk all night about that because of just last year and we don't even have to go back in the day no um it was it was pretty spectacular yeah the 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 club revival was arrive cycling club uh pilgrims market in coeur d'alene was our title sponsor thank you pilgrims absolutely thank you we we, we were kind of cool hippie it was kind of you know we had the organic labels all over us even though and a great-looking kit, thanks to Chris Lucas, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, you know, not to brag, especially the fact that if you catch one of us and you check out our asses, which I know you probably are anyway, you get to see the wonderful Pack Filler logo. Little piece of eye candy. Exactly. Oh, and, that's nice. Yeah, and you can make as many jokes about Pack Filler being on the butt as, as you want. but You said Pack Filler. I did. Oh. And cool, cool, cool kit. Chris Lucas, our, our friend, Mr. Hot Tub Time Machine himself, Mm-hmm. Imagine walking up to a start line of a race, seeing. I mean, all Chris was missing was the hairnet and the toe straps because uh, this bike was circa 1988. I would guess not not even 1989. I think he got that. It was a 
I want to call it a DeRosa, but it's a three Rancho. I yeah, San Rancho. Yeah, exactly. This thing. San Rancho, yeah, San Rancho. And our friends over at Men of Steel Racing, Jim, you're gonna get you're gonna get really excited over this one, man. This guy raced this entire season on this steel San Rancho. All Columbus, all completely retroed out. The cluster of gears on the back were so thick, they looked like individual donuts. The thing was so big. I think six-speed, maybe in the back. Chris will have to help us out with that one. Well, I was thinking three Rancho because I was thinking San Rancho and then Triple T Stems, which were kind of yeah, big back in the okay, day. Yeah, okay, okay. But, but yeah, it was a San Rancho, and I, I, I couldn't believe it. He could not rely on neutral support <laughs> because he didn't have the derailleur for it. No. Yeah, he pulls up and says, hey, you got a, uh, I got a campy, no, it's Shimano. I got a Shimano, you know, six-speed. What do you got for me? And they just drive right on by. Oh, I mean, he, he had nothing. He always had to bring wheels no matter what. And and the worst part about that was, was I actually had a, a decent little setup with a carbon bike, and Chris kicked my butt oh, God, consistently. Yeah. And he, um, he was competitive. Absolutely, these with guys, young men. Yeah, <laughs> this guy who's just showing up on this thing, and you know, and you got people who haven't been involved in the sport for a long time, just kind of staring, going, "What the hell are you straddling there, man?" And this skinny little punk. I mean, if if Chris turned sideways and stuck his tongue out, he would look like a zipper. He's just super scrawny, and hasn't been racing in a decade, uh, possibly two. Yeah, and then then I believe the, he's forty this year. Is he? He's 40 this year. Wow. So I don't think he's <laughs> raced in 20 years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. We're going to have to get con- uh, confirmation on that one. But Chris not racing. And then this guy just just joins in like it's no big deal. Mind you, we all downgraded ourselves. We did, finally. That was my toughest moment of the year. Cat four. I went from a two to a four on purpose. It wasn't because of punishment. It wasn't because of the EPO. It was by choice. By choice, man. And now I'm a Cat 4, and I am what I used to make fun of. Sorry, all Cat 4s out there, but oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. How about getting your butt beat in the Cat 4s yeah, consistently then get, then get my for the summer? The, the Cat 4s um, is not a great way to I start. Think, I think that's something we can talk about maybe later in the show, but uh, <laughs> that may, that may, that, that's why this uh, the revival of Arrive, for me anyway, was a high point and one of the low points also of... <laughs> And, and I say that in all seriousness, too, because it was a very uh, humbling experience to come back to the, the Peloton. But I think it also, I mean, I think everything's everything's positive And, you know, I have every intention of racing this year. So it couldn't have been that bad. And I'll tell you what, the trips were fun. Okay, that brings me to my second item on the highlight best of. Um, and I, I hope you'll agree with me on this one. I am placing my official vote. Um, sorry, triathletes. I'm placing my official vote for a cycling event as one of the best underappreciated events of the year. Whitefish. Yep. That's my boy. Whitefish stage race in Montana. If it, I, I classified it here as the best race that nobody knows about. Absolutely. This is, uh, if you've never been to Whitefish, Montana, get your ass there. It is this cool little kind of hippie meets really wealthy people town in Montana. It's got a mixture of both. Well, it's kind of like all of Montana anymore. I would I would actually, yeah, that's one of the coolest towns around. I mean, I think it might be a little pricey. I think if you're, yeah. if you're, if you're working stiff, I mean, as many cyclists are, if you're a younger cyclist trying to make your way in the world, Whitefish <laughs> might be a little tough because... Yeah. 
you know, I mean, that's the one thing that's nice for us is we're staying in, in a hotel and not thinking twice about it. We're eating whatever we want. Yeah. We're driving. We're throwing $100 bills out the window compared so to, piece of cake, yeah. <clears throat> compared to, I guess, and this, I will go back in the day here where you're slapping your bike together with duct tape and you don't, you've got maybe 60 bucks in your pocket <laughs> for the weekend, you know, and 60 would be a big race. Yeah. And, you know, that's your prize money from the weekend before. Absolutely. <laughs> so... I mean, you know, I, I would I would say that, but I'd say overall for for people like us, it's it's heaven on earth. I mean, it's and the yeah. the weather we had, oh my gosh! I mean, it was the perfect race conditions. Yeah, this was our first foray back into it, and I mean, great race. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, crit downtown on day one, followed by a time trial. Time I trial that afternoon, and then a road race the next day. And literally, I if if I'm not mistaken, loved all three courses. Absolutely, yeah. You know, no, I mean the crit itself. They 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 went out of their way to make it safe. Yeah. Um. They even they towed that poor VW bus. <laughs> Remember that right before the start, they they towed some poor schmuck. No, really? Yeah. Newer towed, one or older one? Older one. Oh well, they were probably squatting there. <laughs> I would imagine locals. And, and the the you know honestly I love the crit course I mean I yeah. I got beat up on it but uh, for the first ten fifteen minutes that was a, that was a lot of fun for me absolutely and I think I think that's actually up on the website is uh, I have that crit footage I oh yeah I rode with the web the, with the cam on my handlebars and oh man that was it's just to, to get back into that and and after a long time you know you can talk about crit races and watch crit races and until you get involved in them again. You just forget that about four or five times, if you're not, if you're not, if you're going hard enough, about four or five times, you should want to quit. Oh yeah, and and I think we all did. Well, except for Roger. Rogers, he doesn't count. Yeah, well, he's just different. Um, he'll be back on the show, I'm sure too. Oh yeah. Um, uh, but I think the the cool part about the crit for me was when I was a junior racer when I first started. Um, this is kind of a nice a nice I guess statement to make and i guess this is a high point for the year for me <laughs> followed by a low point but a high point was i didn't know what would happen in a crit with me i didn't know if i'd even be able to stay upright yeah um i mean you have no idea because you're when you go in a crit for anybody who's maybe a triathlete listening or anything like that um or even a donut eater which oh, i love donuts oh. but uh um I would. I mean, you. You're very fat. You're going as about as fast as you can go sometimes, and you're very close to everybody, and you're making a lot of turns. Yeah. And it's there's just not a lot of room for error. Yeah. Um. And so it was nice because when I first started riding crits, I'd get scared. I'd be off the back in the very beginning, and so in every crit I raced, you know, as far as the stage race was concerned, it was nice this year to at least have good starts. And I really paid attention to getting into my pedals. <laughs> um, I mean, which is funny because a lot of people don't, a lot of people are like, I've got to go here, here, here. Well, it's, yeah. if you're not in your pedals, it's not going to work. And I got whole shots in both crits. Yeah. I mean, I got really great starts, um, just up first, second position, both crits. And at that point you're going so fast. I mean, which was probably not the smartest thing, but <laughs> I swear it was like a video game. Um, it was so much fun, you know, especially, and I think our cyclist listeners would love this. Roger attacked from the very beginning, and I actually out of fear. We yeah. got to admit, Roger was nervous about the crit. Roger's <laughs> yeah. a, t a professional triathlete. He's been on yeah. the show before, and he was really nervous about the crit. The guy launched at the beginning because he's mm. like, "I don't want to ride with all these people. I don't know what I'm. I'm capable, let alone they're capable of." Absolutely, and and you know. When you're that high high level of an athlete, by all means, do so. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to to even and and this is this may get back to a low point. 
but I got blown out in that race after about 10, 15 minutes, I think closer to 10, but I know after 10. Um, and for the first 10 minutes, though, I was up front. I actually created a bunch of gaps. Yeah. Um, I was able to, to you know, um, really help Roger get off the front and, and make things happen without physically blocking people or doing anything, any nonsense like yeah. that. But to be a teammate and to actually help your teammate get off the front, give him some gaps because people were you know, kind of half-hearted. They didn't know who he was. They didn't know he could do it. So they'd go a little bit. You just chase them down, sit on their wheel. They'd go, okay, you you know, let's well, drift we, back. Well, we played that quite a bit. I do remember several times in the pack going, oh, God, what's Roger doing? You know, no, Davey, you dumbbell. It's yeah. too early. <laughs> I think we said everything. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and that was the nice part of that whole race was we able we were able to set set the tone as a team right off the bat. And, you know, it did. It worked. And, uh, you know, it, it shows in the results. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was definitely a high point. And I, I swear to be upfront going that fast and confident in my bike handling abilities was probably one of the best feelings of my life because I'm not in my life, but I mean, of, been of, a the, long of time. the year of the, maybe of my life. I mean, just to feel that and go, yeah, I got it. I can I can do this. Yeah. You know, I didn't have the fitness, but I, I certainly had the memory. And that that's that's I mean, and it, it actually helped. Yeah, and for, I mean, well, you know what I'd forgotten about, and I, I guess it's you know I've raced a little bit every year, but I hadn't raced in quite a while. I'd forgotten about the bickering and the oh. bitchiness of of full grown men in, in bicycle races. Um, and at what point, you know, first of all, you get this, yeah, people are yelling at each other for you know, I'm holding my, you know, you hold your line. You it sounds like a just a, a little bitch fest but then the one that i never understood and i really never experienced it more than i did at that race in montana and montanans if you're listening respond to this at what point in the sport of cycling did simply pointing to the wheel you want to take become approved i uh, many times you'd be going along I'm, i'm following a teammate and a guy's dropping back and he points at my teammate's wheel and then all of a sudden he just starts swerving over and he get pissed at me because I wouldn't swerve. I wouldn't get out of his way. You know, I pointed. That's a great way. That's a great way to get an elbow, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. I, I, I never understood that. It, it, they point at me. F you. I'm not letting you in. This correct, is, you know. correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm ignorant. You kind of go where the gaps form. Yeah. You kind of. It's the way the world works. Just like a lot of times, you have to bust your can up the side if you're yeah. going to move forward, because that's where the gaps form. I mean, it's it's a rolling. I guess, or you um, use the old tactic <coughs> of you s- literally stay so close to the guy who you're dropping back from the that gap. the guy in front gets a little nervous and he gives you the gap or something like that. But for this pointing crap, I was like, <laughs> no. I guess if you want to create a gap too, I think that's perfectly acceptable too. If you, if you, if especially if there's something at stake. I mean, if you're going to town and you know go where you will, but yeah. I mean, pointing and that sounds like women's racing to me yeah i mean that really does i mean it sounds like they're always patting each other on the ass and stuff like that and i mean i i just think if you point i mean what what if i don't see it what if i mean go where the gaps form and maybe i I mean i don't know i've done quite a few races and i always just kind of go where the gaps form and i haven't really had a problem yeah and there's one specific douchebag that is from the Montana area, and I'm not picking on Montana, but uh, the douchebags uh, we will pick on. The Montana racers all were like, "Oh, dude, he's a he's an ass. He's a douchebag," and he was the guy who was barking orders at everybody. And I remember that, and I just my my old demons came back to me. And I became, I remember hearing you. I became that that guy in the peloton, just saying, you know, suck it. 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for lack of non-appropriate sponsor losing terms. But uh, yeah, that was, you know, but anyway, I guess our point is, if you haven't been to the Whitefish Stage Race, I, it's not called that. Great Northern the Stage great, Race. I looked it up and, and I was trying to register for it the other day, actually. <laughs> <coughs> I, I looked up, I looked at all of them, um, but uh, I did look up the Great Northern Stage Race. And I guess as, as like we sit here and gripe about the griping, oh. um, let's talk about the race. The race, as it's far epic. as I'm concerned, the uh, courses are fun. for the area. Yeah, I'm, it's surprisingly mellow. You're expecting mountains. You're expecting. We didn't get them. Yeah, you're God. expecting quite a bit of uh, vertical. Yeah. Um, as opposed to I don't know Bellingham yeah. and uh, <laughs> um, then there's uh the crit course, dead flat, great course. Yeah. Seemed safe to me. I mean, seemed like yeah. a pretty safe course. Yeah, clean and you know time little, trials. Time trials just a good old fashioned out and back. Out and back with with a. Bit of a with a bit of a, a leg burner on the way back. Yeah. I mean that that sucker hurt my legs that that way back, I and mean, that was pretty steep. Especially for the dumbasses who didn't put their time trial bars on. Yeah, that'll hurt you. Yeah, and I know of two people. No, I, I put my time trial you bars on that on? one. Oh, I didn't I put didn't. it on. I didn't put mine on. I I actually I had a time trial bike on that one. Didn't do me much good. I went total retro on that, and boy did I pay the. Price I went total it. retro in Bellingham. Yeah, I, I, I actually had a better one. result though. <laughs> I was a little fitter. I was a little fitter at that point. I think I was... Screw you people and your fancy clip-ons. I'm going Laurent Fignon. I'm I, going Fignon style, baby. I'm, it's all It's all about the pictures. Ponytail flipping in the wind, and you get a better time. Yeah. I Actually, I don't know if I had a better time. I think I placed a little better. I'm yeah. getting, I mean, I didn't place well at anything this year, but I certainly placed a little better. I think I was a little fitter um, for Bellingham. Not that my fitness could be related. I was fitter than maybe an 80-year-old man with one leg. <laughs> Speaking of which, I did. No, okay, anyway. Um, additional highlights. Mark, chime in whenever you got I've got my list right here. Oh, go for me. it. Um, we're switching from cycling to try, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick, pick an event that I thought was one of the funnest ones we did this year. We didn't compete in it, but and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. Um, one of my highlights of the year was the crowd at Race the River in Coeur d'Alene. Hands down one of my high points and one of the ones yeah. I picked before coming here. Yeah. And let's give a shout out to the people who organize that race also. Oh, I mean, yeah. I I can't say how much I feel appreciated yeah. by those people. Yeah. Um, they're just amazing. Yeah. Kurt and Christine uh, put on a hell of a race and those guys. And that thing, and it shows. It mm-hmm. shows the size of the, the growth in that event. Every year it's getting bigger. Every year it's, I mean, next year they've reached some... I, I I don't want to I don't know the exact status, but they've got they've it's getting bigger even next year. Well, they're expanding the field and it's filling, and that's what's yeah. that's what's encouraging, and it should it should fill because I mean, gosh darn it, they put on a darn fine race, yeah. and they do it right, and and I would say the uh, the 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 um, chip timing that they utilize, I no, believe yeah. they use Eric on that one millisecond millisecond yeah. timing, and. I mean, Eric's spot on, and so you have you have a perfectly timed race with a crowd. And I guess what I like about Kurt and Christine is the fact of the feel of the race. Yeah. It's positive. Yeah. It's it's upbeat. It's growing, and they're excited about it. And it comes through in every aspect of the race. Absolutely. It's it, and it's so much fun. Everybody's just kind of clicking in now with that thing. We're almost kind of not autopilot, but we know exactly what we're doing and where we're going. And that and it's showing that that's a mm-hmm. fun race. And the, oh, yeah. the crowds are great there. And they all nobody seems to mind when 
we destroy their last names or, you know, make fun of their ugly kid or something like that. But it's it's one of the things I look forward to every year. And so I would agree with you, Pat. The crowd there is spectacular um, and the organizers every bit as much. And the, the participants are great. I mean, it's just it's turning into something bigger every year. And. I'm just glad to be a part of it, and yeah. I'm, I'm glad that they they allow us to be part of it. Absolutely. If you if you have not jumped into the try event, this is a perfect first try. I in my opinion, the the a swim, downstream swim. Yeah, the swim. You if you have a suit on, you can float and and finish the swim with no problem. No, it's downstream. And if you are a fast swimmer and you're thinking, I just need a PR. Yeah. Go there. That's the one. Yeah, and the course, the road course, the ride course is pretty dead flat. flat. Yeah, yeah. Pretty flat. and then the run straight straight out on the trail, isn't it? Um, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Kids events, uh, and that's always fun to see that the earlier in the no, is it the day before? Is there the kids try? Uh huh. And the kids love that. That was then, the one you did, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I did the Trifusion Kids Try and uh, got a got a throw out for them too. We'll stand on that one, but yeah, absolutely. Kids tries are great. Yeah. Um, best venue of the year. Um, I wish you could be here with us. And I, I, if the Chelan Man people are listening. Um, you got to understand that how much fun Mark and I have, and we're tag team in these events. Um, it, this this venue every year just blows me away as far as how cool it is. It's if you've never been to Lake Chelan, it's freaking gorgeous, and you've you've got this city park on the lake where this whole thing takes place, and it's such a fun place to be. Not to mention the fact that you've got all the Hispanic families with their barbecues that they drag in. So people are, people are finishing a half iron while I'm enjoying the wonderful smell of, you know, arroz con pollo. Oh. <laughs> How fun is that? Great gig. Uh, get get over to Chelan. That's a fun race too. Oh, I mean, that that's a good race. And there's another race that I have to, I, I think it's growing. Um, you never know if races are going to grow. You know, you yeah. see something, even if there's money put into them, you never know if they're going to grow. And I, I got to say, the Windermere Marathon this year. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I, I got to kind of hand it to those guys. They're making a go of it, and I hope, I hope it's worth their time to continue because that's really turning into an event. That's a Boston qualifier for crying out loud. Yeah, and yeah. and it's a great course. And I think if you want to run a PR or you want to yeah. run a fast marathon um that's your course right yeah. there that's dead flat and possibly downhill because <laughs> it's downstream i mean yeah. you're running downstream yeah, for 26 months exactly yeah that's that is a fun one we've been able to do that the last couple of years and the winter people have been pretty cool about that so boy is it hot this year we're bringing a tent and yeah. probably the new toy oh Giddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, pudding pot. Okay, so those are my highlights. My actually, I did have one other highlight that had nothing to do with us, nothing to do with local racing. Um, the beauty that is Fabian Cancellara was my other high point of the year. Watching that man race those classics, dominating, just absolutely kicking ash was so cool to watch that. Well, Cancellara, I believe, threw a really nice result into the Giro too, didn't he? Didn't Cancellara? Now you're going to make me look like an idiot. I know. I'm. I, if anybody, if I'm wrong here, Cancellara, I think was third. No, no, no. No, no. am I wrong? Who am yeah, I thinking of? You're wrong. I don't know who won the show. But it this wasn't year. I don't even know. Um, I watched it. Oh God! So many people are going to be screaming at their iPods right now. Basso? idiots! You Basso. Yes, Basso, Basso won, won it. Basso won it. 
Boston won. I think Cancellara was up there. No. Uh-huh. He can't climb. He can't climb. Are you sure Cancellara, Cancellara was climb. up there? I remember watching, climb. and they had the coolest finish, too, because they rode the time trial in, and they, they finished inside a stadium this year. I mean, like a, yeah. a coliseum. Uh, an old coliseum, and they One rode. Of the, oh, the final stage. The final the time stage trial. was pretty spectacular. Yeah, I mean, I'd never on. seen anything like it. Yeah. Oh man. Well, let's while we're while we're on stage races, and and let's talk about the tour. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh I've, yeah. Yeah, I've got. You start. I've uh, I've got a sore spot in my heart for the tour. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mark's giving me the quiet high signs as to why I'm not enjoying my fat tire beverage, but I'm pointing to the one that is off to the side of me that I've been nursing the whole time. So in case you didn't know, um, unofficial sponsor of the broadcast this evening is a uh, new, new Belgian brewery, um, and they're not paying me anything to say this, so I'm going to stop. Um, <laughs> the, tour, the tour was a heartbreak for me. It was kind of the end of an era, even though my era was really before the era of Lance Armstrong, it was, and that's one of my lowlights uh, for the next list. Yeah, exactly. I, I to see that bad luck and to see, oh God, I wanted a battle. You know, I wanted to see a battle too, and and this is something that uh, I think is interesting. What what's going on with the doping charges? With Contador, yeah. Oh, the Spanish beef? The Spanish pistoleros. I, I ate this steak, and I did not know that it was uh, uh, tainted with... Uh, 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 by the way, he always says that. Uh, tainted with uh, uh, EPO. Rhymes yeah. with Molfit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I think, uh, last I heard, the UCI put it into the hands of the Spanish cycling governing body, which means... We are going to shove it under the carpet. I, I, you know, that's that's what's interesting to me is, um, you know, all this is being made of of Lance and and his and the allegations that are made against him. And and I don't, yeah. I mean, I, to be honest with you, as far as all the allegations made against Lance, maybe that's natural or something like that. But, uh, um, you know, Lance pees clean. I mean, yeah. If there's anything else, I mean, I don't know. I mean. That's the only thing I don't get is, you know, if Lance was taking drugs, and 
I, you know, and, and everybody says, you're going to be proven wrong. I'm like, fine, then prove me wrong. Please Perfect. do. I Please agree. do. But until then, I, I mean, I live in a world of a presumption of innocence and I will stick to it yeah. until I see otherwise. He pees clean. So why is he the only one? Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know like our good friend, Paul Maine, um, and, and love saying his name on here because I think he's a great guy. I think you've said his name every broadcast. I believe so. Paul I think Maine. there's a man crush. Paul Maine. But Paul Maine Paul does not Maine. like does not like Lance Armstrong, I don't think. No, and, and I can't don't, stand him. Can't stand him. And I think he'd tell Lance that to his face. And I think yeah. um, he also believes that he's dirty. And I and you know what I mean I don't I can't say he's totally wrong I can't say that uh, I, I I don't know and so until then I'm gonna believe that Lance Armstrong's clean because I just don't know how anybody could mask that for ten years and also those samples are kept on ice yeah and don't tell me the French aren't sitting there like hovering like little boys every time they get a new technological toy Wh- whose urine do you think they test first mine yeah you know <laughs> really. You know, oh, let us test the next one. We will get go the- back to the Armstrong cooler. <laughs> yeah, get the. I mean, they must have like a gallon of that stuff. Well, I they mean, test him constantly, so they must. I know? mean, they must have like. A, I mean, it's a jug at this point. It's not like <laughs> at all. This Armstrong, two thousand three. Two thousand three, very good year. This is a very good year. I think he was doing EPOs this year. Oh, that is nice. Oh, Let's put that in the spinny thing that they use on CSI. <laughs> But while while I defend young Lance, I must say I was disappointed that once he was broken, he didn't even try to contend for a stage win. I, he did. He had one day where he tried, but I think that was just, you know. I think I he was know. a broken man at that point. Yeah. I think he had a broken team, a broken man. I think, um, like to say right now to our 42 listeners <laughs> that... Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I just like to thank Lance for all of his years and, and all the enjoyment he gave me yeah. and all the enjoyment he gave me to, to American cycli- Cycling. That was a little bit of a disappointment. But uh, aside from that, I, I still give a shout out and say thank you very much. Yes, I was disappointed. I wanted a fairy book ending to your career. And, yeah. and you know what? You you did it when you overcame cancer and even before you you, you clipped back onto a bike. So yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, toast. Yeah. Uh, we're talking lowlights of the year 2010. These aren't necessarily like, you know, somebody died lowlights, but uh, we're, we're dealing with, with just kind of the, oh, crap, kind of moments of the year. And I can honestly say that uh, this is, and Mark, you'll hopefully be with me on this one, um, the reformation of the Rive Cycling Club was one of the most exciting moments of our, of our year. Um, and to go into our first race, the entire team was psyched. We were having such a great time. And I honestly can say that one of the lowlights, I'm not going to say his name, I'm just going to call him the douchebag official at our first race of the season as a club. No, we did Muddy Hutter as a, as a team, but you weren't there for that one. You weren't able to make it that one. But we did um, this wonderful little race uh, outside of Spokane. And uh, Yeah, we certainly won't name the race because we would like to race the race. Again. Absolutely, and I'm not going to name the name of the official, and I've been an official. In fact, I was an official up until this year. I pulled my official's license, and I've asked uh, Washington State's uh, head uh, kind of chief official, uh, Phil Miller, to be on the show. He will someday be on this show just to talk about the. To be an official, I honestly think, is one of the most unappreciated jobs in the sport. I will throw it out there also. Um I'm not going to go too much into the official's um, statements yeah, or well. his uh, or why I think he's wrong because I would throw it out there if this official hears of us, come on the show 
Or, Absolutely. I'd love to what? hear your stance. And, and you know what? We can have a discussion. I don't think th- I I don't believe in trial by ambush. If if you want to call into the show, if you want to send us an email, yeah. I think um, you need to be here to defend yourself. I do think um, there is something that I would like to talk about with that low light, low life, low light, low, low, light. low life, low life comes to mind too. Both work fine. But uh, what comes into my mind is, is I, I do think our friend Roger, who I think the world of, um, I think he is a fantastic athlete and for whatever reason draws attention to himself not i don't think he he seeks attention at all i don't think he's he's like one of those guys hey look at me he's not a peacock um but for whatever reason there's been some attention throughout the years to roger i mean people pay attention to him because he's a very talented athlete yeah i think this time it worked against him and i think he was targeted by a race official and um and, and I don't know if it was the race official. I think the race official at the beginning was an innocent uh, victim of some other grumblings that, as I spoke earlier, that whiny attitude of of many people involved in sport, not just cycling, not just triathlon. Um, I think that happened, and this guy was the victim of it, and then he had a way he could have handled it, and he didn't handle it that well, way. Well, the buck stopped with him, obviously, and yeah. I think I'd love to hear his opinion on it. I do think that there were other players involved. What I think is interesting is here's someone who came back, showed up, and to be perfectly honest with you, raced at a category and a level that was, in my opinion, below him. Yeah. Um, he could hang with anyone. He chose to ride a positive race, came with the best intentions, was not arrogant, I mean, raced and did the best he could with what he had. Yeah. And didn't ask for anything and was targeted. And yeah. I think that's what was a low light for me because, I mean, honestly, I think Roger is one of the biggest promoters of sport in general, whether it's a triathlon, whether it's a, a cycling race, whether it's it's anything. And I, I think Roger has done amazing things giving back to sports in the Spokane area. I think he's not just an athlete. And, you know... For someone like that who has done so much for so many people and has an attitude of, I just want to race, yeah. to be kind of singled out. Um, yeah. And, well, you know, there, there was, was there was a reason to certainly penalize him. There was a relegation, yes. There was certainly um, a reason for a relegation. And we were all fine with that. As was Roger. And then this relegation became far more than that. It a became fine. a personal vendetta. It became something. And you know what? I'm an official. Well, it was an official. I have been an official. My family, we've all dealt with officials. We've all been, my God, I've been Bad around. Bad call, it. ref. Yeah, I've been around it forever. And uh, there's a way to handle it and a way not to handle it. And I think this guy deserves uh, a douchebag of the year. And I'd love to hear his opinion on it. And I'm not going to say your name. It could be somebody else I'm talking about. So just take a chill. And maybe, and maybe it was a race in summer. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it was a race in fall. Maybe, exactly. But I'll bet you know who we're talking about. <laughs> Merry, happy new year, jackass. Um, um, speaking of which, my next low light, and um, this was back to Race the River, one of the greatest races of the year. And I applaud Christine for handling this the way she did. Um, race start, we are announcing full PA system at 6.30 in the morning. I think we're set up by six thirty in the morning. Well, I think we're we're, we're we're talking by six thirty in the morning. Yeah, pre race meeting six thirty in the morning. If you don't know the venue of Race the River, it's it's in a great little town of Coeur d'Alene, associate uh, situated right next to a very large hotel. Okay, 
The hotel knows we're doing this. Well, it's condominiums, isn't it? No, it's a hotel. Racer River? Yeah. Well, you got the condominiums along the river, but the hotel, the, the big, huge host oh, hotel. Oh, is that Marriott? Uh, Hampton? Eh, it's a big hotel. Yeah, it's a big hotel. Um, they know we're there. The organizers have been telling everybody we're there. And, sure. And so I start broadcasting. Mm-hmm. You're at the start. You're covering the start. Yeah. Mark, Mark's over running his, his sound system out of his cigarette lighter in his car because we didn't have a second generator. We're working on that. Yeah. Sorry about that, Race River. This actually, it went. It, I'd say that went, went pretty darn flawless. Went great. Yeah. Went great. So we're there. I'm there broadcasting, telling everybody where to go. Uh, the first racers are through. I'm getting people excited about the first racers coming. You know, at least into transition. And this woman walks up to me. Oh, that woman. This woman walks up to me. You could tell from about 50 feet out that she was grumpy. Probably not a triathlete. Not even close. She proceeds. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll put it right. I wish I had if, if you were to pick, on. let's just say you were to pick a fruit. A, a fruit. <laughs> a what? A, a fruit okay. shape. To describe this woman, oh, what fruit would you use? You know what? She wasn't a pear. She was not a pear. She was not a pear. She was she was she was, she was an attractive woman. She was oh. an attractive woman. But you could hear the music as she was saying, you know, uh, uh, maybe uh, a prickly uh, pear. Dun 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 dun. You know the the choir. La 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 la. She was so she was pissed. I could tell from this. Um, <laughs> can I please talk to? Can I please talk to whoever is on the microphone? And I'm 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 standing there with a wireless microphone in my hand. Guessing that's you. I said, um, excuse me, who's on the microphone? Um, him. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I brought my effing family from effing. California last effing night we drove all effing night and we got into our effing hotel room at effing whatever time in the effing morning and you started with your speakers I want you to shut off now just screaming this woman is having an actual I I swear a vein burst in her forehead mid-conversation did you say make me well, actually, I was trying to be nice. I said, ma'am, ma'am, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is an event. Everybody in the hotel knew about it. We have permits, la, 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 la. Christine, promoter, race promoter Christine, extraordinaire, walks up. Can I help you, ma'am? I want to talk to whoever's in charge. I'm in charge. Christi- Christine, I think, had gone maybe 48 hours without sleep at this moment. They bust their cans. And she held on calmly to this woman while this woman was having an absolute freak out session in front of us and i think she actually used the words bring it up with the city committee city council yeah 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 bring it up with them we have our permits piss off lady and this woman was so pissed and i just wanted i know there's no chance she's listening I just wanted to extend a nice little finger to her, man. I mean, you know, there's way again, there's ways to handle things and ways not to handle things. And this woman defined the female dog genre. Yeah, but I mean, what is the result she was really looking for? Because I mean, her result like we're gonna like, stop. Like five hundred people are just gonna, you know, we'll race some other time, <laughs> and we'll just, you know, my bad. I mean, we didn't know oh, that you were coming God. up from California. Had we known, we would have rescheduled these thousand people that came to race the river. Probably three thousand people, because I yeah. mean, that place is packed. I mean, yeah, these three thousand people have no intention of. I mean, really? How about I put on a little lullaby for you? Yeah, maybe. Would you like some? Can we get you some chamomile? Rub your I mean, feet. You know, maybe California is a 
awesome spot for yeah. you. And you know what? I would extend the invitation to her too. Oh, um, God. She what may, a horrible woman. She may be welcome on the show at any time. I would love for her to defend oh. that behavior. And you know what? That's nah. a great, you know, we'll call out. We won't, We don't need call-ins. We're going to call people so that they can <laughs> berate her. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. She. This is the kind of woman that would drive her SUV into a cyclist in the middle of the road. This is This is the kind of people, this... I'm, why we thin the population. This is, you know, this is a waste of skin, in my personal opinion. A waste of oxygen, at least if I'm in the room. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. just just a joke. All right, let's hear another one. What, what else? Another low light. light. Another low light. Um, this is a personal one. Uh-huh. Every freaking photo of me that has ever been taken this last year in the cool Arrive kit, I, I understand that I'm in my 40s. I understand it's been a while. Good luck I just. Guy. No, uh, what what got me is is the 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 skin suit days. I used to love crits in the skin suits. I used to be fine with it. Felt good, felt comfortable. Wasn't worried about it. My wife dis- described me and compared me to the villain in the Incredibles syndrome. Aww, yeah, but it was justified because I, it's been a while, and I I think I might have let myself go a little bit and. And that was a low light. Was looking at all these pictures, going, "What happened to the skinny guy from the mid '80s?" Well, I mean, on that same token, if you're going to go that route, then I'm <laughs> I'm going to name a highlight. Is that picture oh. Jesse took of me on that same crit? I don't know what it was. I it's a great picture of just getting a, a quick start off the God. line. That's a good shot. I think you even commented on it on yeah, Facebook. That's a I did. good shot. That's a cool shot. It is cool. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, <laughs> put that lens on for me from now on, Jesse. Um, having said that, that's also a low light too. Is realizing that I'm battling the deuce right now. Oh God, I've been I've been master of the deuce. I'm I'm right. At, I weighed myself this morning one ninety nine. Oh, shut up! I am battling the deuce. My goal is to get back to the deuce. I am battling the deuce right now, and and I think goes back to a declaration but i'm battling the deuce for the first time in my life i am battling the deuce god you know i haven't seen in fact my best racing fitness was about 178 that was in high school you know what i raced at in in high school 145 oh god i mean yeah i was i was nothing and you know it's funny too because i used to like when i was in my 20s i was about 165 170 170 would have been heavy for me in my 20s and uh i could run fairly well and now i mean like if i'm running eights i'm thrilled (laughs) absolutely you know if i'm running eights i'm thrilled i'm kicking a 730 i better slow down yeah i'm kicking it out at 730 that's 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 me you know putting it down for the mile yeah exactly that's when i that's when i see the finish um and along those lines my last low light of the year you might have some additional ones my last low light of the year is getting dropped in my last race of the year we were uh asked well i was not asked but many of us were asked to upgrade uh earlier this year mainly and i'm I'm gonna say mainly because of our teammates um so i decided i'll I'll bite the bullet and upgrade with everybody else i uh just a good old-fashioned weeknight race uh getting getting absolutely shelled in the first 20 minutes of that Mm -hmm. race um that was that and, and not knowing at the time that that was my last race of the year i finished on a low light i i turned around because we were closer to the start than we were to going all the way around. Is act where out, out where that uh, that earlier road race we did in well, that is the feature of the documentary we did earlier this year. Oh, okay. That it was that course Ronde out Van there. Palouse. Yeah, and um, that was that was 
I didn't like going home that way. Yeah, I I, I, uh, I went home that way a couple of times. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, very similar low light for me. I think was uh, probably the the race in Bellingham happened to me. Yeah, um, I made it through the first lap or the the first major climb. And that was actually really. Did you come to Bellingham? No. Oh, okay. That I was, was at I was at the wonderful venue of uh, Lake Chelan. Uh, Bellingham, great race. Um, thumbs up, two thumbs up actually. State um, championships, right? Yeah, it was okay. pretty spectacular. So we uh, we go through this, and supposedly, and at least Chris and Roger said this. I don't know if it's true, but they, they supposedly do a neutral climb behind the car. <laughs> and so I was up near the front, and so the car starts going up the hill, and it's a good-sized hill. I'd say half-mile, three-quarter-mile hill. and uh, Neutral. Neutral. And the car, of course, and so everybody's trying to keep up with the car on the neutral zone. And, I mean, we busted can out of that hill. And I was, I mean, I was shelled at the top, and I was fine. And, and we went, and, you know, I stayed on for a while, and then I got shelled on the second climb. No, I didn't get shelled. I actually had to, like, back off the, the, the I, I was... Something happened. You I, chose not to race. No, actually, I, I kept racing. I, <laughs> um, I don't remember what it was. It was something like I wasn't that. For whatever reason, I came down the hill and somebody waved me to the right. Like I wasn't shelled really on that hill. It wasn't that bad. I mean, and then uh, they. I but I was. I mean. It was either I had to stop. Oh, I know like, what it hey, was. Hey, the, the 80s Masters 80 plus yeah. races that way. Yeah, it was like, well, no, I had to stop and like straighten my wheel or something like that. It was like something stupid that I couldn't believe. And so I just stopped and then I was coming up and then I came over the top and they waved me to the right and it was a the same thing. And then the next thing I know, I saw our pack going the other way. I'm like, awesome. Sweet. Blessing yeah, in disguise. You well, can blame it on the officials. I'd have been shelled by the second climb. No. I mean, I'd have been shelled going around the second time up that second hill. I knew I was going to get shelled. But, uh, I mean, I don't think I would have held on more than two laps. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, I mean, that first climb, I mean, I knew I was, I was I was hurting. I know, I mean, I was fine on the second climb. It was just like, okay, here's a good spot because we're going slow. I'll, I'll, you know, do this. And then I, yeah. I came up there like, go right, go right. And I'm like, all right. And I went right and. Ended up... Uh, Maybe they're saying, all right, all right, keep it up. I know, right. it was weird because you came straight through and then that I was lactate, riding around. and influence, that influence was a, delirium. That was a low light to just sit there and go... Go, guys. Yeah, I don't Great even job. think my brake was rubbing. I just looked down and thought, well, I mean, it, it yeah. was just a little off. Oh, yeah. And so I went, uh, all right, I'll do it right now. And... Uh, you know, absolutely the dumbest thing I did, but it was just so frustrating. But I mean, I had a frustrating year in general, and it was yeah. not due to any external. And I think that's that's one of my fourth low lights. <coughs> it was due to my lifestyle. You know. Okay. So well, I'd say. Yeah, that's why we keep talking about the and and Jim Cruz from Carmichael Training Systems, who was on the show, um, God last year. God, he was great. Got to try that. Got to try that. Time crunch program. The, I, you know. the six hour cyclist? Yeah, six hours time a week. Time crunch cyclist. Time crunch cyclist. Six hours a week. Six hours a week. To be competitive. Well, for a two hour race. Six. I mean, there is an, a disclaimer there. Say, if you're going anything over two hours, it's not going to happen. But six hours, I mean, but it's six hours. Yeah. It's you, like, if you had a year to live, you would probably do the six-hour cyclist because your year would last that much longer. Well, we're all going to die in a year anyway. It's 2012. I didn't think that through. Yeah. 
So there we go. I, uh, I, I might try it for one of the 12-week programs just to see how it works. Mm-hmm. Declarations. Okay. I This is what I say will happen or this is what I will do for the new year, 2011. All right. You want to go first or me go first? Now, how many do we get? I I have six, but we don't have to go through all okay, six. I'll try to match you six or six. Okay. All right, Number one. First. I will now start referring to triathletes as the beautiful people. Triathletes out there, what is going on in your freaking gene pools? Because 99% of you really, and I mean this in a compliment, Make me sick because you're 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 pretty people and it, it bugs me. It really bugs me. See, I hate to say this. I think they're beautiful triathletes. I yeah. think they are just there are some triathletes that are just beautiful. Uh, this is a strictly having, vain declaration. Having gone to the world championships, and maybe it's just me. Yeah. Um I think that my problem got, and maybe I was jaded or something. <laughs> I could not tell the men from the women. Oh, cheek um, in the armor. I mean, seriously. I mean, once when you, you get down to two percent body fat, there's not much left for bumps. Two percent would be the fat, beautiful people. Um, Whoa. I mean, they are. I mean, I can't figure it out. I mean, seriously, the women and and God, God bless you, Chrissy Wellington, and, and all and all the pros. I mean, they're they're. I mean, they're beautiful. I'm sure, she's staring at her so, iPod right now, saying, "Thanks, Mark." Thanks, Mark. Um, thank you, Mark. Thank you, I don't Mark. Know, I don't know what is she American. Thanks, Mark. Oh, okay. uh, I think she's New Zealand. Um, <laughs> crikey, crikey, he just called me not beautiful. Max, Max said my name. <clears throat> now that Mark. Now that's a knife. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I think that's Crocodile Dundee. It's yeah. Australian. I know the difference. Close enough, they all live together. Australian. It's a little country. Austria. It's, it's right by. It's right by Italy. By right. Um, all peopled by criminals. But but my point being, I think um, it's it's an interesting issue as far as beautiful people calling psych or calling triathletes. Um, triathletes beautiful people because I don't know because that that sport takes a severe toll, and I'm going to say it on everybody's bodies. But especially women's yeah. secondary sex characteristics, i.e., hips and breasts, um, the pros. Um, boy, there's just not much left when you get down that that lean. I mean, but uh, I mean, you know, you kind of see them in their swimsuits, and they're. I mean, they're they're pretty they're pretty dusted up by the time I get to see them. Yeah, I guess somebody said once upon a time, um, take your most the the athlete you're most in love with, take them out of their sport. And put them in a in you know in like normal evening dress you know fans up clothes could be and hot. compare them and well but then compare them to your favorite movie star and there's a difference <clears throat> I'm not saying one's uglier than the other I'm just saying there's a difference mm-hmm. most of it's artificial you got a declaration to match that um yeah I was actually perhaps I misunderstood declarations because you no know, it can be um, I think the you declare people I. And I, and we'll talk about it right now. Have purchased a motorhome. Um, this, yeah, we're gonna call it the Green Bean, and <laughs> um, I am going to gut it and create it into a sports mobile properly. And um, it's not gonna be Jimmy rigged. It's not going to be. It's gonna be done right. It's not cousin Eddie. Boom, boom, yeah, boom, well, boom, it might boom, always boom, look boom. a little cousin Eddie-ish, boom, 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 but boom, boom. it's gonna have a generator. 
It's going to have spots for sound systems. It's going to have bike racks across the back. Um, It's not going to have a toilet. No way. No, because then you got the poop chute to figure. It well, that's what out. I figured. That's, you got to dump that like cousin Eddie into the morning. Yeah, it's it's the, not it's not the, the poop going in; it's poop coming out. Yeah, we're losing all the walls. We're losing all the seats. We're losing. We're gonna probably put some bunks in. We'll we'll have a couple of chairs, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a, actually a very unique ride, and it will be every cyclist and triathlete's dream, and oh. it will also have. Excuse me. Be fully equipped for a sound system, probably up to a thousand people. There we go. So next time you hear Mark and Pat sultry voices is a live venue. We could probably host the podcast from that bad boy too. Oh yeah, and That's the uh, point. next time, yeah. So so once the weather gets nice, we're gonna start hosting from that bad boy, the RV. The RV is definitely. Holy crap. It's definitely ready. All right. Um, the RV, and that's what I'm saying. The RV is actually mechanically sound at this point. I've, I've made it mechanically sound. It's got four new tires. It's got a new engine. It's got, um, it's getting tuned up right now. It's got everything. So uh, as far as the RV is concerned, it's darn ready. <laughs> oh, my God. As far as mechanically, it will move. Um, I believe it gets eight to nine miles to the gallon at this time. All right. We so for all your Prius it. drivers can suck it. <laughs> we may not be driving it to Seattle, but uh, certainly going to some other races. All right. I, I can't wait to see this, folks. I've been I actually been hearing a lot about it, and I'm, I'm kind of like, this is like my... my my geekish wet dream. I've always wanted to trip out an RV and make it totally geeked out. Yeah, I want it geeked out, but for what we like to do. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like a pack filler geeked out. Exactly. exactly. That's my declaration. Okay, okay. Um, should I, the next one be personal or more general? What do you think? It's your call, man. It's your okay, call. I'm going general. An American will not win. And I'm sorry to my Facebook friends who are who are involved in this. American will not win a major classic or major stage race this year. Probably true. I don't get me wrong. I, Who would I, be the contender? Well, let's say George Hincapie in the in Perrier Bay. I would love George. I know George is reaching the, the twilight of the career. I'd love to see George go out with something big. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, you know. No, I just don't. I mean, there there could be some Americans we don't know about or we haven't thought about. Taylor Finney yeah. is, is now BMC. There That's could be some. Deal. There could be some guys out there and, and he's, he's waiting for waiting for a breakthrough year and yeah. and you know Lance when he won his tour I didn't I thought if he won a stage that year it would yeah. be a miracle yeah so uh, um, I, I I gotta say to all you pro American cyclists out there go get them because yeah. I agree with Pat yeah um, I, and prove me wrong because. I mean, I, I'd be the first person who wants to run up uh, the Lop d'Huez with an American flag, and I'd love to. I'd, I'd love to be the guy with big hook'em horns and yeah, run the, next year the Borat stringy thing. God, yeah. that brings back memories. I just yeah. always get that thing backwards. Yeah, oh, it's it's yeah, it's like a basset hound. It takes you a while to get over that one. <laughs> <laughs> My final declaration. I'm cutting it loose because we've been going long. My final declaration is: I will personally start. At least 15 races in 2011. I didn't say finish. I said I will start, and I will win one pack sprint. That's my goal. Wow, win one pack sprint. Yeah, it could be the the the, you know I'm asterisk. It could be the the last group. You are a four. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 15. Oh, one pack sprint. So you don't have to win the race. Well, I'd love it to be, but 
you're going to win a pack sprint. Arrive Pilgrim's Pack Filler, I include Pack Filler on that, even though we're one of the lower-paying sponsors, is, uh, is, is in need of a sprinter. Well, I think we are, and I, I think you're a man. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will actually double up on that, but I'm not going to say I'm going right. to win anything. Um, I actually, this year, will train consistently. Okay. And I will um, follow a training program from start oh. to finish. You heard it here first, Regardless. Folks. Of professional obligations. Oh, now I'm not saying that I will it, not miss a race. No, like a, like a weekday race, a weekday race. Yeah, due to professional obligations, but I will not. I will not neglect my training for professional obligations. Okay, okay, that's a big one. I mean, that's that a big is. one. That's huge. That's huge. Okay, yeah. you heard it here first. You heard it here first. It's now. So we're gonna go start to finish, and I'm guessing. You know, hoping, is that like a six month program? Is that a six week, six hours a week? Couple Carmichael program. I don't is have a, a problem with the Carmichael program. I wouldn't mind doing it because that's what you're doing. I'd like to try it just to see. Yeah, I'd like to see what what it's doing. But I mean, six weeks, sure. But I think that'd be cutting it short. I'd like to be consistent from right now because I just got over a cold, so I should be training as of Saturday yeah. this week. Um, so I should be on on the bike. As of Saturday this week. Now, it's going to be kind of mellow the first week, but yeah. I mean, you know, I would like to see, you know, a nice base by the time I can hit the road. Okay. You know, okay. And, I, and, and those types of things. And if it starts with Carmichael, fine. I don't think Carmichael would do me any harm at this point. I mean, I was no. pretty inconsistent last year. It's a start, year. you know. So I think, uh, I think, yeah, I'm in. I'm All in. Right. I'm, I'm going to train. I don't think I, w- I think it would be rather presumptuous of me to say I'm going to win a pack sprint or anything oh it's extremely presumptuous of me and that's why i'm saying it just because it could be funny you got a little more of a badass history than me so i think good i i actually see i see that sucker coming and hopefully it'll happen with the webcam <laughs> there's nothing to look at when you win though because it's just in front of you i just want to see i just want to see hazards <laughs> so all i want to see is hazard lights <laughs> Okay, <laughs> exactly. All right, we're we're running we're running long, man. We're running really long. I had a whole bunch of other stuff I wanted to get into. We always have. We can do that next show, especially like especially once we get to the stuff where we're talking about indoor training. And I think once we both start our program, that's not a bad time to talk about how the hell do you get through? Screw you, people in Arizona and California and all the warm places. How do you get through the next three four months? Of training, I mean, and that's I think that's a show in itself. And, and what's interesting too is how many national champions really come from Arizona and California. Colorado, for crying out loud! No, but do they? How many come from Arizona and California? Not as many as probably from elsewhere. Yeah, no, that's my point. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So we gotta we gotta get some. And don't think that it's all gonna be just me and Mark babbling our heads off. I have a lot of guests uh, lined up that we're gonna be bringing in big names in the sports, big names from the years past. And I think Did that'll you hear be a the lot burp? of fun. I just burped. I didn't. Now, I just now both Good. microphones smell like a beer. They're beer-soaked microphones. Yes. We are like Billy Joel. Billy Joel songs. Um, we're going to close out, though, however. I do have some email questions that have been sent to us that I think might be interesting to... Uh, Sing us so- Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Oh, God, he's gone. Uh, yeah, thank you for sending us our, your email questions. Please keep them coming. I have uh, three of choice that kind of kind of applied to the show, I guess, we've been putting together. We haven't talked about stuff in a while. So um, one of is, uh, what events are you guys both... Underlined both announcing cool this year. 
Um, and, and for those of you who don't know it, Pack Filler Productions is primarily a live event announcing service. Well, the lights dim there. I hope we're still on air. Um, and we've been doing that for a long time. And and a lot of really smart promoters are understanding that just having one of us talking can get a little Dull. monotonous. Yeah. And, and to have two people there, one at the start, one at the finish, sometimes we're bantering back and forth of it, you know, and stuff like that. And it makes it a lot of fun. We have had some events take us for both. And hopefully there'll be more. Well, it seems to me that the the events that take us for both stay with both. I've never we've never no. been pared down, and that's that's what's kind of cool because um, you know I think that's how I got into this whole thing was you yeah. just flat out asked me and yeah. I thought well that's great and then it turned out that there was good chemistry. Yeah. So it's I mean you know to be honest with you when we both do a race it's a lot of fun. Is Pat great by himself? Sure. Do I do a great job? Sure. But. To get us both, it's good, and it's really as far as uh, you know. Well, I mean, let's just say it's it's the best deal possible, and um, it's most enjoyable for us too. Yeah. I think this is from uh, a woman by the name of Jody Try. I guess she's a triathlete, obviously. So, hi, Jody. Uh, hi, Jody. Um, and I guess we will be at the uh, the Radiant Lake, the Race the River. Oh, Radiant Lake! Did we even give a shout out to we Radiant Lake? No, that's another one put on by those guys. Um, Windermere, we will be doing uh, together again, and hopefully, we're going to be uh, you know pushing some of our promoters to 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 book us both in some of the other big races throughout the year could be some other stuff too absolutely oh yeah a lot of yeah. stuff come down the could pipe. be some other stuff my but turn to what, what's jody say what's her, what's her question that was it what events are we both announcing this year well so far yeah those two and then hang hang in there jody because not next week but week after next there could be some news absolutely and we're we're also planning on taking the podcast live so let's say you want to go out with your friends and have a beer and play a couple of silly drinking games and you know try and remember who was the uh, track sprinter who won the 1984 Olympic gold medal um, things like that and we'll hand you out prizes and fun stuff like that we're planning on taking the podcast live here to a bunch of different fun places uh, bike is that shops the black guy it is Nelson Vales yeah Nelson Vales Nelson yeah. Vales the yeah. black guy like I think he's the only black cyclist ever well, uh, there was another guy, Major Taylor. Yeah, oh, was, yeah. He's kind of big. Kind of big. Kind of big. big. Question number two from J.R. John. We have three. This is number two, but mm. though. Junior John, I guess. Uh, you mentioned taking the show to bike shops. Oh, never mind. I guess that's where he is asking, where are we going to take the show live? Well, yeah, anywhere. Um, anywhere, yeah. Anywhere, and especially anybody who wants to invite us. Yeah, absolutely. We are invited. We would take it to a, a fishing store. Absolutely. I'd love to t- be able to take it to uh, to some of our places here in Spokane. Um, uh, what are, who's the, play, the, the Fitness bar? Fitness Fanatics, for sure. Absolutely. Bike shops. Um, there's a pub here in town that, that smokestacks. Um, oh, Steam Plant. Yeah, they do a lot of fun stuff like that. Steam Plant. And you know, and I'd, I'd give a shout out to the Lantern Tavern also. I think they, yeah. if they'd be absolutely. willing to have us, we'd, be, we'd, we'd Af- love to do it there. So. Outside in the summer, out in the Lantern, that'd be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, question number three from Daniel. Hey, guys, like the show. I have three questions. Daniel, thanks for kind of keeping it short and to the point. Three uh, questions, Daniel. We need to work on this. Yeah, number one, what took so long in bringing on new podcasts? New podcasts. What um, took so long in bringing on new podcasts? Do you want to tackle that or should I tackle that? Because um, I, I have a business reason why it happened so long. Well, I think the honest reason, too could be you know 
we all make a living doing something else for yeah. one i mean for first and foremost we all make a living doing something else and uh secondly we um we drop the ball <laughs> i mean well yeah it's um in all honesty and also on a, on a business standpoint too um i i spent a lot of time kind of working with uh revamping the website making kind of a podcasting network here and we're working on that right now and uh and that just that you know it just kind of came a consistent thesis consistency thing and we we didn't have the ability to really take it anywhere live which i you know and, and setting up and tearing down was a kind of a headache but we're back baby you know hopefully uh every every, every other week at the mo at the least so um yeah gonna gonna build that back we up we could even do more i suppose but i mean let's just go every other week we'll 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 commit to that and yeah. we're gonna go do it okay speaking of which question number two from dano uh where's roger <laughs> that's a great question where is roger roger thompson is our teammate he is a professional triathlete with timex uh orbea now i think he's a number orbea man uh used to be well, he rode Norbea company. last year. I, yeah. I don't know if his I think it's just primarily Timex. Yeah. Um, Orbea, Orbea is who the Timex people get got their bikes through, I believe. Yeah. Roger's a good pal of ours. We're going to have Roger in the studio here every so often. Um, the primary... As much as possible. Absolutely. Really. The pack filler company, I will admit, is is Mark and myself. So there there we go. So, But um, we're going to have a lot of friends and guests in here as, as often as possible. We had Andy Hampson on. We've had some big cyclists on way back when, if you were back with me in the Spoke Radio days... Um, uh, Steve Bauer, we had uh, Frank Andrea was on a lot and stuff like that. So we'll get we'll get some of those names back on. Last question from Dano, and I I, I really wish my wife was in the room to answer this one. She said uh, he asks, uh, "Did you get rid of the ugly chairs?" So far, so good. Remember the days? We, well, a couple. Of, we uh, let's be honest. The Pack Filler Studios is, consists of anywhere I kind of set it up, and uh, the ugly chairs were in my living room. You know, I so don't think they're that ugly. They were. They're gone though. They're now. Oh. They're gone. Yeah, my wife got some new uglier ones. Ooh, even better. Yep, yep. My wife, the the decorator. Even better. Yep, yep. Well, I think that's that's probably great. Thanks, Dano. Yeah, thanks for the questions. Keep them coming. Our uh, our website is obviously up and running. Packfiller dot com. Uh, you can check us out anytime, day or night. This podcast will be available for your perusal to download to train with. And I think next time we should probably talk about how to how to suffer through those indoor months especially from some guys who are just who used to do it a lot and now are finally getting their asses back into it oh yeah Pudding yep. pop. there we go so stay tuned to the pack filler podcast i am pat bolger i am mark hudson and we will catch you next time stay tuned all right good night even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.